it disturbs me, as I'm sure it does many, when they find that their local hospital has to close for four hours, a shift, a period of time. But to suggest that it is in crisis is completely inappropriate. Well, something tells me that our next guest may disagree with Health Minister Sylvia Jones's comments from earlier this week when she was addressing reporters. Dr. Noor Khatib is a GTA, a, a Greater Toronto Area Emergency Room physician, who is inviting Premier Doug Ford and Health Minister Sylvia Jones for a tour of an emergency department. And Dr. Khatib joins us on the line right now. Doctor, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me, Tamara. Lord knows you're busy these days. My goodness, oh, yeah. you've been jumping you've been jumping from emergency room to emergency room, I understand, just trying to help your colleagues out so that they don't shut down. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Myself and many of my colleagues, uh, we've been getting emails saying that certain emergency departments are in critical uh, in a critical situation and are going to close and small communities we're going to we're going to lose their emergency departments. So uh, we've responded to those emails and tried to help as best we can in the summer. Dr. Khatib, paint a picture for us. What are you seeing in these ERs? And and which and I guess we should we should talk about which ERs were what locations we're talking about. So in in the, the Greater Toronto area in general, you're seeing emergency departments with overflowing uh, waiting rooms. You're seeing patients waiting for much longer times than they usually do. And then when you actually get inside and you're seeing a doctor. All you see is, you know, a scarce number of nurses, maybe one or two nurses running around tirelessly trying to do the job of three or four. And this is not sustainable. It's not sustainable for the nurse working on that shift, and it's not sustainable for our healthcare system. The nursing shortage right now is absolutely unprecedented. The fact that we've got emergency departments closing uh, because of lack of staff is unprecedented. This is not normal. And I just want to emphasize that if our leaders were to come and see for themselves, come and look at an emergency department, see how things are not functioning the way they're supposed to, you'll realize right away that we are in crisis. Somebody on our text board uh, over the break sent in a message saying that we've been in crisis for decades. We just lived in denial. I know you just said this is unprecedented, but how is what we're seeing now different from the shortages that we had, say, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? So we have had shortages a few years ago. Now they're just worse. And we have been sounding the alarms. We've just been unheard. Um, there is a significant doctor shortage in Ontario, uh, an emergency doctor sh- shortage, about 15,000. And in terms of nurses, that's even more significant. And we're seeing it more and more now when we see our nursing colleagues leave in droves. And can you blame them? They're working in a profession where they feel n- not respected. There's Bill 124 capping their wages. And we just, right now, my call is for the government. You know, we we are in this together. We need the government now more than ever. We have a chance to try to save what's left of our healthcare system if we just start by recognizing that it is a crisis. And we can try to save our patients by making the next right decision, the next right step. What it, what does it mean? Like, what sort of emotions does it stir up for you when you hear the clip that that we just played uh, before coming to you, in which the health minister Sylvia Jones is saying that to suggest that that this is in crisis is completely inappropriate. I mean, frontline workers unanimously say that we are in a very dire situation. So I I mean, when frontline workers are all kind of um, you know, all saying this and, and, and worrying about what's about to happen in the fall and winter. 
I think it's time to, to listen. And I think it's time to visit. I think it's time to come and visit the emergency departments in Toronto and or really any across the across Ontario and see for yourselves. This is not appropriate. This is not adequate health care. What do you think would surprise the most if, if they were to come and shadow you for a day? I think they'll be surprised at uh, how the waiting rooms are bursting at the seams. They'll be surprised at how little staff are around. And, um, you know, if they visit for, if they come and take a look for two or three days, they'll see the same patients waiting in the hallway for a bed upstairs on the floor. So when I go to a shift, um, and I have to, if I have a few shifts in a row, I will see the same patients that I admitted a few days ago still waiting for a bed and they're in the hallway. Mm. So we're back to hallway medicine. We're back to um, a staffing shortage that is just incredible. And it's just, it's very sad to see. People are, you know, driving to their shifts thinking, how short are we going to be today? It's not, it's not about, you know, am I going to have a good day or bad day? We know it's going to be a bad day because of how short we're going to be, but how bad is it? Oh, gosh. You know, you just mentioning that hallway medicine, I was thinking this, this was a headline, you know, this has been years ago, this headline, it it would have been a big news story that somebody's waiting in a hallway for three days. But the fact that this is just the norm is absolutely it's, it, it seems absolutely absurd. It's totally bonkers. Just just hammer that home for us, if you can, Dr. Khatib, what does that do for the do to the patient? What is the patient experience right now going into emergency rooms when they're in need? Because, you know, I, I get that you need to prioritize people. There might be somebody who's coming in on a stretcher, you know, and, and paramedics are pounding their chest. And then there's somebody else who's got chronic pain or or what have you. What is the experience for these patients who are going in and they feel like they've got nowhere else to turn? They're frustrated. These patients are frustrated. They're frustrated that they're waiting so long. They're frustrated at our healthcare system. And we're encouraging them to please reach out to the government and let them know about your frustrations. Let them know that this is unacceptable. I was working in a rural site um, that was at risk of closure. And there was a gentleman who drove a few hours to get to me because his eMERGE was closed. And he mm-hmm. went to a pharmacy to, to, to ask what to do about his medical condition. And the pharmacist was basically said, seek medical attention immediately. So he ended up driving all the way to the eMERGE that I was in, and that was at risk of closure. So this is frustrating for, for, for the entire com- that entire community. What, what's some, someone with chest pain or someone, um, someone having a stroke, what are they going to do in that community when their eMERGEs are closed? Mm-hmm. And when yeah, you're, hear- you're describing somebody with chest pain driving... Or I, I don't know if that was the emergency that that gentleman was facing, but this is a person that drove three hours because their emergency room was closed. Where would this person have gone next, do you think, had that emergency room been closed? They would have to drive more, uh, longer to another rural site. Um, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate. And I, I mean, I am, I, I'm mentioning rural sites, but you've heard on the news about how places in downtown Toronto are closing sections of their eMERGE due to these severe staff shortages. And this is unprecedented. This is not the norm. This is what I call a healthcare crisis. And I, I, I need, like, we need this to be acknowledged so that we can move forward with a plan. Do you worry that members of the public are being, have been desensitized to the term healthcare crisis, just given the last two and a half years through the pandemic? We've been hearing for months and months and months that the system is, is, has, is being brought to its knees uh, what, like how how do we how do we change people's mindsets to to the point that no this is we need to be paying attention right now. I mean, all we can do is raise awareness that this is not normal, that this is different from before, 
And that's what we've been trying to do is myself and my colleagues is to let patients know those who are frustrated or those who are unhappy with how long they've waited. We let them know, please reach out to your government, reach out and let them know that this is not normal and this is not acceptable healthcare. What do you think when you consider another potential COVID wave in the fall? I, I don't even know what to tell you. It's, uh, I, I'm, I fear for the fall. I fear for the winter. Um, this is supposed to be our slow season. This su- like Summers are supposedly our slow season, but it has not been the way. The volumes have been quite high. And aside from the volumes, we don't have the staff to take care of these volumes. So we're all kind of scrambling and trying to keep things working. And this is all on the backs of tired nurses and healthcare workers mm-hmm. that have just been exhausted for years now. Mm-hmm. Dr. Noor Khatib, uh, GTA emergency room physician, working all over the place, not just in the GTA these days. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, best of luck to you and, and your colleagues. Thank you so much. Take care.